Welcome back to the podcast. My name's Freya, and this is... Adam. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm good. So you're listening to Shiitake, and this is episode two. Damn, just good. What? Any more substance to give to the audience? Me? Yeah, you. Come I, on. Oh just God. good. Um, I am doing What What you been right. up to? Oh, I did something fun yesterday. Um, I'll go on the Because, obviously fun things to do in the outdoors or in low supply at the moment um i put on i have this really big red bull gown that i got at charity shop a while back um and i went and i stood in a snowy field in my big dress and took pictures so that was fun oh yeah it was snowing in belgium right yeah yeah, yeah snowed a whole bunch lucky you thank you have you done anything interesting recently uh, for my photography elective. So in case anyone doesn't know, in IDT, around your second year, if you're in the fact department, you basically don't do your course for a whole, like, three weeks. And for me, instead of doing web design, I do photography. And honestly, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been, like, going outside, which is amazing, within a safe distance. I'm just taking pictures of, like, landscapes and all. It gives me a break from, like, looking at my screen all day. So you look into a small portable screen instead? Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny, in it? Just like, instead of looking at a massive screen, you're just looking at a smaller one. But I don't know. It's better for the eyes. If you say so. Hmm. So what's the topic of this episode today, Freya? Uh, I think branching off a little bit from last week's discussion, I guess we're going to do design. What do you think? Hell yeah. I'd love to do it. Let's, let's I'm going to ask a really pretentious quest- question. Sorry. Go on, go um, on. What does design mean to you? To me, or like my course? Because in my course, I, it's like... I meant you specifically, but if it's easier to ah, explain your okay, course. Okay. To me, like design is like... Oh, should, there was something about it with like web design where like art is like to like express your own emotion. Design is to like make sure like everyone understands what you're trying to convey that's what design kind of means to me like trying to like get your piece of like art so that everyone understands it that's, how about you what's your cool. like definition of design um i don't have one i was hoping i'd be able to leech off your answer and you gave such a good answer um uh, for once i pulled a big brain moment let's go exactly uh yeah design to me is the process of analyzing the information that you're given and then expressing that visually in a way that's pleasing you definitely took that off of google i didn't i swear (laughs) okay i guess that shows the difference in because technically we're both in design courses right yeah but mine's catered towards like web applications and like it's it's screens basically yeah, it's, it's largely 2d isn't it do you do any 3d design haven't figured that out yet okay <laughs> but i'd say so but i don't i, I don't mean 3d Unity. within your laptop i mean like physically 3d oh n- like i don't mean no, do you make 3d all. models i tell you meant like i tell you meant like 3d as in like in the screen 3d yeah no i meant like physical models no 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 uh we're all like on computers and that's shit. still cool though i have very limited <laughs> computer tech capabilities in terms of any any kind of design program i can more uh, or less use with, photoshop uh, yeah that's about it wait what's yours like just clothes and shit right <laughs> uh, y- yes 
essentially, uh, my stream of design for stage and screen is costumes. So we do costume design, but that involves both the, you know, taking information like, you, you know, when the play is set and what social class the characters are in to design the outfits, mm. as well as what do the actors need to be able to do while wearing those costumes yeah and how do you make those costumes physically how do you make those costumes like drafting patterns and designing so do you want to get into like the theater like route or like the cinema route i don't know that's a difficult question i think i'd like to try both just to get an idea because i think you'd really have to have some hands-on experience before you decide this is something i can actually see myself devoting lots of time to because it's a Costume design especially, I think, can be very, very time-consuming with what you produce, especially, like, if you watch shows, like, anything with big dramatic costumes and, you know, mostly nobles or fantasy pieces, like Game of Thrones, for mm. example, right? People don't yeah. wear the same dress twice, but if you've ever actually looked at the embroidery on some of the dresses in Game of Thrones, it is incredible. It's gorgeous. And half of it's covered by yep. like wigs and things. And I just, mm. I love it so much, the, the detail that goes into it. And I really like that aspect of costume design that, you know, it's not what's going to be seen that is done. It's all of it. So I really think that's a cool aspect of it. I was going into IDT. Uh, I've actually gained a lot like more appreciation towards the arts and design. Like I never thought like I'd actually get. Because I was like, I did art for my like secondary school and I was like, ah, oh, I'm just going to do this as a cop out because I don't want to do at the time. It was like your choice between physics or business. Mm. And like I, I chose art because I wanted to like have a break from like all the exams and all. Yeah. But like going in toward, towards IDT, I never like really gave a shit about art. I was like, ah, oh, this is just stuff to make. It's it's basically to make things look pretty. But, like, y you can see all the detail and, like, all the time and effort people, like, put to, like, make something look that good. Yeah. Like, I see it in, like, websites. Like, I don't look at websites the same anymore because, like, you can see, like, what the designer is trying to do. Yeah, that's so cool. And the same goes for, like, animation and DSS. Like, the, s the screens and, oh, fuck, the stages <laughs> and all the costumes. They're, like, they're actually fucking amazing seeing them, like, going around. Yeah, it's terrifying walking around the classrooms in IADT and looking at people's work and going why did they let me in here <laughs> everyone knows what they're doing <laughs> but yeah mostly it's really inspiring to be around creative people or you know uh, it would be sometimes if we were in college <laughs> yeah actually speaking of which one time I was in IADT like walking around the quadrangle there's this one like one girl and like all black and like golf stompers and she was just drawing baby heads on like her sketchbook and she was sitting on the floor in a dark like hallway and I was trying to find the bathroom so like it was really really awkward yeah I mean that just kind of sounds like art college to be honest it does sound like an arts college but like I was scared of a goth because I was like why are you drawing baby heads why are you on the floor only for an art project why is it the dark comfortable the forest comfortable, but like in the dark, man, it was just scary. It's the vibes, you know. Sometimes you just need the vibes. Mm, mm hmm. There's a reasonable chance that I probably know that person. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I miss IADT badly. Oh god, yeah, I miss physically being on campus. Obviously, at the moment, travel and things are not particularly safe, so... You're in Belgium. I am. Yeah, that's why. But was... uh, I miss, like, the whole experience. Like, I've only got to go to campus once, and that was for an introduction. I never got back to it. You mean you've only been once since September? Yeah, since September. Like, just the introduction, then then they were, like, locked down again. Oh, that sucks. Mm. I was lucky enough to go once a week for two or three months. Lucky you. But yeah, with designs, did you have any particular designers that you looked up towards? Ooh, good question. Um, I guess it kind of depends what area of design you're talking about, you know? Like, if we're doing, like, you know, fashion design, for example. Um, mm. I I quite like Ralph and Russo. Their designs are often gorgeous fabrics and lovely soft colours and things. So I quite like their stuff. What would they be famous for? Like, like give a name and, like, a famous body of work. They're fashion designers. I'm not really sure what you want, to s- want me to say in terms of famous body of I work. I don't know, because, like, I, I've never heard them before. Oh, I mean, if you look at... Um, Oscars red carpets or Vanity Fair after party red carpets oh. you get celebrities wearing them all the time so they are like up there mm. I just I like the style that they go for yeah yeah you have a favorite designer don't you I think you've talked to him talked not talked talked about him sorry man. <laughs> the man the myth the legend Rick Owens yeah see I don't know who this uh, is so you're gonna have to explain to me what's great about him okay rick owens is this american designer and like it's hard to explain like why i like him because at the start it was a meme that i liked him because like funny face funny clothes but like it's actually it's like artsy almost like to see is he and like some of of his pieces can be sorry a painter or a like oh no he's a he's a fashion designer but like his artworks well not artworks his like fashion pieces are very out there mm-hmm. and like his like he gets like commissions of like wax sculptures of himself okay and it's it's just amazing like in this one store he has this uh one figure of him pissing but like they had to cover it up for the general public but like if you go to the store you'll see him like just holding this penis and just like pissing out yeah there's um <laughs> sorry just because we were talking about belgium earlier one of Brussels' landmarks is called the Mannequin Piss and it's a statue oh. of a small boy um, peeing. Ah, uh, taking a piss. Yeah. It comes from a lovely story about how the town was on fire and a small boy peed on the fire to put it out. Um, so they commemorated it him in, in the that statue. Worked. Well, I, I don't know if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's a popular tourist attraction so you get postcards with a little guy taking a piss on them. Press X to doubt, but uh, anyways, back to Rick Owens. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, he has like this handbag of his face. He has okay. uh, he put like men wearing heels on the map. Like you talk about Harry Styles wearing like a dress and all. Mm. He he was before his time. Oh, that's another designer I like. Um, the Harry Styles. No, he's not a designer. Um, although I do admire <laughs> Harry Styles's general style. No, but the designer mm. who dressed Harry Styles for that famous shoot is harris reed and Mm -hmm. 
They have really mm. cool sort of 70s glam rock, but also kind of modern style. And they have some really nice, um, just really nice pieces with a sort of very clear spirit to them that I really like. So like if David Bowie was born in this generation? Uh, yeah, probably. Although David Bowie didn't design most of his own outfits. Yeah, someone's probably going to need to give him credit. Uh, who else is who else is like a famous designer that I like? I like Yoji Yamamoto. His uh and like Ray Kawakubo while we're at it. Cuz yeah. with Ray, yeah, with Ray she de- designs a lot for the Met Gala mm. and like everywhere else. But like with her like, dresses and her like garments, it's like it's more of an art piece rather than like something functional. Mm. And that's what I like. She yeah, like Alexander McQueen does have some gorgeous you couldn't really wear it at any point, but mm. it's a sculptural piece. Or, oh, we were speaking about the Met Gala. You know that dress Rihanna wore, the big yellow one? I think it was Guope. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I know what you're on about. Like a ginormous yellow um, sort of cloak thing. That was stunning. Mm. That was stunning. Not practical at all, but gorgeous. And I guess that's kind of yeah, the that's, point of the Yeah, that's what Gala. I like about the Met Gala. Exactly. I mean, there's lots of things I don't like about the Met Gala, but... <laughs> It's always fun to look at the outfits. Uh, I like uh, Alix, like the brand. Uh, the guy behind it is uh, Matthew Williams, an American designer. His is more like functional mm-hmm. and like still all black. Most of my favorite designers like do all black. And I, I really like that because they're sort of restricting themselves. But at the same time, they're like really playing with that tone. Yeah. I mean, a good all black outfit is nice, but I am a big fan of you know huge pops of color as well so mm. but yeah with matthew williams he just slaps on a like a buckle and just calls it a day <laughs> it's beautiful okay i have no idea exactly what you're talking about so i'm picturing like i don't know pirate belt buckle <laughs> no, <laughs> like a big like elaborate a, thing no 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 it was, it's like a seat belt oh right okay you know like yeah, yeah. how do i i think it's like a seat belt on a on a train or an airplane basically it's got this clasp yeah. and like it's everywhere on his designs it's so dumb but like it goes for so much and i was like it's it's just functional but at the same time not yeah finding a good balance between fashion and function i think is very important because i mean that's where tech wear just ruins it <laughs> that's purely function and less less practical i mean it's more practical but like it's- less pure function and then you said not practical here this is a one take podcast i can i can i'm not ready for want. i had 10 minutes of sleep just there uh good for you I, do you feel well rested and the, no i'm not you were talking about how like it takes 30 minutes to get like a proper power nap yeah so i took like one third of a power nap well i mean you were obviously tired. Uh, I've been like, I've been like asleep since like, no, was I went to sleep at like 3 a.m. because I was up all night watching The Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. I just saw The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. To this morning? Today. This morning. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Time is weird. Time is weird. Okay. So this is, I'm just going to put this out there. If you're listening to this podcast and it is somewhere in the area of 3 a.m., Please stop listening to this podcast and go get some sleep. Be wiser than Adam. Get a life. But anyways, I actually like The Wolf of Wall Street. I have to admit, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. 
I've seen enough clips from it, but I haven't actually watched it. Uh, it's very like, it's, it boggles my mind how it made it as a movie. Cause there's like so much tits and drugs. It's like crazy. You mean how it didn't get banned? No, like, yeah, no, not banned. Like how did, how is it a movie? You know, like, how is it not like a softcore porno? Oh, right. I, yeah. Once again, I haven't actually seen it, so I can't vouch for it. Oh, (laughs) oh, okay. Wait, wait, I can. How do I how do I give a spoiler free? <laughs> it's a it's basically about. No, I know like, what it's about. I've seen the trailer and I've seen several clips from it. I just haven't actually watched the film. Watch it, Freya. It's on Netflix. Oh, I've got better things to do. Like what? Like what? Um, <laughs> I'm reading a book, and I keep having to sit down and read it because I keep getting distracted. It's really interesting, but you I know just. What? I'll give you props for that. I c- I can't read for the life of me. Oh, maybe you haven't found a good author. No, I just can't find a a good illustrator, you know, that does, like, good picture books. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of... It's actually really sad. I can't go past, like, ten lines without, like, forgetting what happened. Well, you see, practice makes perfect. Okay, you know what? By the end of this podcast, I'll actually read a book. How about that? Okay. I'm going to put... I'm going to put a, like, suggestions tab on our Instagram highlights so that people can suggest books for you to read. You know what's a good, like, idea? What? We should, like, do a poll on our Instagram where we talk about... Actually, no, we get, like, the audience to suggest movies or, like, TV shows. We watch them and we rate their taste. <laughs> okay. Sure, I'll put that up. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Probably next episode. Who knows? Fingers crossed. I'll require a lot of effort now that I think about it. Not really. Like, we well, have to watch, watch the movies. Things, yeah. Anyway, we have to watch a whole bunch of films for class because part of what we do as designers, like part of our job as designers is to take in as much information as we can about, you know, style and period and the information that is intrinsically in whatever it is we're designing for. So usually it's the text. Um, and a lot of the time that means there's been adaptations. So having a good idea of the way things have been adapted from the original source material and whether you want to go in that direction or a different direction being able to reference classic films is a super useful you know aspect of how do you how would you translate something from a book to a movie like you can't physically see it so how would you get like flack from it yeah so when you get a text of some kind so let's say a book and you're trying to design Mm -hmm for let's say a tv show yeah the director and you know the producer and things as well as whoever is in charge of overall design mm-hmm. will have an idea of the direction they want to take it in so they might say something like you know 1920s and also steampunk and you have to go okay what do i know about the 1920s and what do i know about steampunk and elements of those you take and you superimpose them onto what's already in the text. So if the text is about three rich girls and some poor boy that they befriend, right? You can't put the mm-hmm. poor boy in a tuxedo right off the bat because yeah. you have to be able to look at him and go, this character, I can tell by his design, by what he's wearing, by the way he looks, that he's poor. 
for example. Yeah, it doesn't fit the context of like what you're looking at. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, once you start setting things in sci-fi universes, the yeah. barometer for what makes someone look rich or what makes someone look poor will change with the setting. But uh, honestly, like I have like such a deep appreciation towards like the theater because of uh, that one time I actually did a, I did a school musical. Ooh, which musical did you it do? It was, it was, it was all right. Um, it it was the the production was called uh, Pop Stars. Actually, fuck, I have to now try to remember all of it. <laughs> Basically, it was about these four boys who tried to. I don't even know. Uh, you know Dylan from uh, Chapel and Chill, he was uh he was starring in it. He was like the quiet boy, but basically it's about like four boys who tried to like go into this music festival. Not music festival, they tried to be in a concert. Yeah, it's been so long. How long is 2016? Five or years. or seventeen? Five years. Wow, I'm old. Isn't it? Yeah, 2016 is five. Holy years ago. shit, I'm old. I mean. But uh. I was with I was working how, overtime how with my art teacher. I don't I'm I'm 20. Oh. But I was working with my art teacher. We were pulling overtime and we were like basically like painting the set. Oh yeah, cool. Cuz like I was in TY so like nothing I did really mattered. But like if I like applied myself in like arts and like have something like everyone can see, I felt like my TY was actually worth it. I hate TY as a concept. Really? Mostly cuz I'm jealous. Nowhere else does TY. It's a, it's a chill back year. And they reward you for a junior cert, even though the junior cert doesn't mean shit. Yeah, we um the year that you guys have TY, that's the year that we start getting exams. Ah, oh, hell. So. Nah, that's bad. But um, there's... Honestly, I think it, it is a cash grab. But if you skip, like, TY, then, like, you, you were really the smart ones. You get, like, a year ahead of all of us. You're more ready towards the year, I guess. Fingers crossed. That's the idea, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice uh, you'd be to surprised. have, like, some extra time to try out jobs and things, but just mm. that's not the way the education system is set up elsewhere than Ireland, basically. <laughs> it's, I don't know, like, if you go into college, like, a year early, you might, like, still have a immature mind towards, like, the education and all. But then again, I still know people who's like older than me and have done PLCs who still like have a childish mindset. Yeah, but you don't have to grow out of your childish mindset. Mm. You know, got to enjoy the fun in life. Yeah. But I'm not taking shots at anyone here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're just kind of passing the rest of the side on It's getting a little someone. personal now. I'm going to stop. You were saying you were in um, a school musical. Is that the only performance you've been in? Um, yeah. So uh, you weren't a theater see. kid then? No, I wasn't a theater kid. I mean, I wish I was. I would have had like better confidence. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't a theater kid, but I did befriend several theater kids because mm. they're, they're easy to befriend because they travel in packs. <laughs> Around primary school, I did like actual... Not theaters, but like, was it? We have like Christmas plays and shit. Oh, yeah. Cool, we did those as well. That was fun. Yeah. So, uh, I was. I only. I don't think I had like really big parts, except for like this one time I was like a Red Bull ad guy. I had to advertise Red Bull. In a school play? 
in a school play because like they're like redoing the X Factor, but like they were calling it the Xmas Factor. Okay. <laughs> it was it was cute, but like at the same time cringe seeing all the them old cassette tapes. Oh, I love cassette like, tapes. recordings of me. Oh, I did. I've just remembered. I did Rocky Horror last Go year on. in um, drama song oh, yeah. at IADT, which was so much fun. How did you forget that? I was thinking further back, you know, I was thinking back in school. <laughs> but yeah, last year Actually, in college. That was Rocky Horror. God, Go it's on, so on. much fun. Tell us about it. Um, it's Rocky itself, you know, within its existence is a little bit crazy. Just yeah, by it wasn't an of, infamous play. Uh, yeah, well, it was a musical and then it got turned into a film in 1975 and it became a cult classic because it kind of didn't do well with the general public but a lot of people I don't know it just they started showing it like on Saturdays at midnight in certain theaters and people would dress up and go to it and there's callbacks and lines that you're supposed to know that you Mm -hmm. you reply to the characters on screen and everybody or you know most people know them and they yell them out and stuff and it's really it's a fun experience because it's so interactive i don't i don't know of any mm. other film that's so interactive so to be able to do it as a performance is so much fun because people go with the expectation of having a good time um and was it exactly like it uh no okay so we do the thing. iadt tries to put it on every year but obviously this year we couldn't and mm-hmm. um it's a shadow play so we project the movie and then we act and lip sync in front of it oh so you weren't even using your actual voice no i mean i was a side character i'm surprised i did it i was like ah i mean i wanted to do it because i always have thought rocky is so much fun um and i thought it'd be a really fun experience and i was absolutely right i enjoyed it so much but um part of me was actually tempted to do west side story oh yeah well see the thing is the one that was rivaling rocky Oh, neither can I. It's not a, it's not, it's like, not rivaling. Okay, so Drama Sock in IATT, for those who don't know, tries to put on three yeah, productions a year. So we do Rocky early on, which is a shadow play. And then we do a musical, mm. and then we do a play. And so West Side Wait, was what was the, the play musical. last year? It didn't happen, I don't think. We didn't get one. I don't think so. Because I was tempted to do West Side, because uh, I, I thought they would benefit with having an Asian cast. <laughs> well, Asian guy in one cast. Yeah, probably. It was very fun. The, fun. the West Side they did was, instead of having the Americans and the Puerto Ricans, they had the Americans and the Irish. Oh, so they, yes. they switched out a couple of the lines and things so that that would work better. I, I thought it was very well done. It was a stellar performance by everybody. And it was so much fun to watch. Love it. Love it. But yeah, go support Drama Sock. <laughs> go support Multicultural Sock. Speaking of which, I'm the Vice Pres. And... uh. Honestly, it's one of the best societies going on what do in you, like what do you do? the current do you just pandemic. Sit there and be multicultural. No, okay. Uh, we, given the fact that we're in quarantine, we try to do as much as we can in Zoom calls. And honestly, it's like a it's a nice spot to get to know people. Like, um, you don't have to be of like different ethnicities. There's some people who are Irish that go over to multicultural sock, and like it's a nice way of meeting people, given the current pandemic. And it's also a nice way of, like, getting to know other cultures as well. That's cool. So do you do, like, presentations and things, or you just chat? Uh, ew, no. What was it? Uh, sometimes we chat. Sometimes we play games. Actually, speaking of which, Among Us Society kind of stroked our idea. 
We did an Among Us game before Among Us Society was there. I'm so proud of you. A little salty, but at the same time, trendsetter us. Yeah. Yeah, you can always see the positive. Exactly. But hey, uh, best society going on during quarantine. Sign up for multicultural society. This is just turning into, like, self-promo, isn't it? Oh, hell yeah. While we're at it, Adam Z Archive, uh, my photography account. (laughs) Get that shit up. Get get that shit up. Shameless self-promo. I admire your audacity. Ah, please. Thank you. Thank you, Freya. (laughs) Shout out to IDT Radio Sock for being homies, you know? Just being there for us. (laughs) And while we're at it, shout out... uh, Chaplain Chill and Project Performance. Okay, so to hopefully try and circle back to design, Adam, I've got a question for you. Let's go. Let's let's talk about it. Let's go. Okay. What do you hope is your signature element of design in future if somebody's to look back on, you know, your work and pick out something that you do consistently, some detail? what you hope it is that they find inspiring about your work? I realize that's kind of a heavy question. Sorry. I don't know. No, no, I got a, I got a, I got a cop-out answer for you. I want my signature to be minimalism to the point where you're wondering if it's really minimalism or if he's lazy. Oh my God. You're the kind of person who would submit a blank canvas to an art gallery, aren't you? Ex- no, no, no. Like a dot. Oh, God. And then they'd be like, yo, what the fuck does he mean? Like, I, okay, well, in terms of, like, my design, which is, like, web design and, like, mobile design, I want it to be, like, simple, but, like, simple enough where they, like, they think about it and they're like, ah, he definitely designed this. But also, it's kind of easy, see? Like, that sort of thing. Yeah, but there is a beauty to minimalism, I think, if done correctly. Sometimes it's just, this is a bare room. But I think minimalism can be beautiful if done right. No, like just minimal. Yeah. You know, like essential, minimal, and just enough that I get paid. <laughs> that Very that is yeah. that is my design language. How about you, Freya? Ooh. If if I was to see like a gown from you, what do I expect that that would say that this is your design language? Interesting that you use the word uh, gown. Because that's okay, a word. Garment. No, no, I like I like gown. What I was gonna say was, if someone looks at it and goes, "That's a gown," instead of going, "That's a dress," I'll count that as a win. You know. I, I, okay, with a dress, dresses are like very practical. You know. Oh yeah. Gown, I felt are more like extravagant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I do love, you know, practical and useful design as well. I think it's a very important part of design in both you know the fashion spheres and the costume spheres, especially costume because you have to do things on stage but there's a sort of i don't know um like a sense of style a sense of richness in the way that you get the the shapes of dresses and things which Mm. my sentence is getting away from me but basically (laughs) um i quite like luxury and luxurious things as well as practicality so if i can find a balance where something looks sumptuous without being mm. cumbersome <laughs> those are really big words i don't even know what they mean okay i'm but sorry I'm agree with you um if it looks like nice and fancy without getting in the way so fancy but not yeah everyday ball gowns 
That's what I'm getting at. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Got it, got it, got it there. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, also, I don't really, I haven't found myself, my style yet. I mean, that's part of the mm. reason I'm at college to be able to develop what uh. my style is. So my answer to this might be different, you know, in three months, and six months, and two years. But for now, no, I think. But if anyone follows it. like Freya on Instagram, those are some hard fits. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate like, it. Like, they aren't mid, you know? It's different. I like it. Thanks. I was, if, if anyone's seen the recent, damn, that, <laughs> the colors on that, you don't see that a lot. Yeah. You were playing it safe with the black tones, but, like, you know, I still like it. It was cold, okay? I fuck with it because, like, I can't, I can't do shit in the cold. God, snow is lovely, but um, three minutes outside without gloves in my hands are useless. All right, all right. Okay, let's, we're trailing off again. Let's park the bus. Let's park. Let's park the bus. Ready? Okay. Uh, Freya, how do we? <laughs> you're doing the outro. Okay. Um. Psych. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I've been your co-host Adam, and alongside me is Freya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 And this has been Chitaki Podcast. See ya.